Hello, everybody, and thanks for joining the IntelliJ community call. We have a light agenda today. We're going to start off with Ben and an update about, about Rafiki. So Ben, please take it away. All right. Yeah, um, our update right now is that we've, we're, we're actually beginning work on invoices and mandates, specifically uh, starting with implementing the invoice API from uh, openpayments.dev. And so, um, yeah, if you if you want to see the API that we're, we're implementing, that's kind of where you can check it out. And um, any any changes that need to be made or any parts of that that, that kind of need to be filled in for the purposes of our implementation will be contributed back into the uh, openpayments.dev documentation. And yeah, that, that, that's sort of the main update there. Some of the refactoring work is continuing um, that, that Brandon's working on. So like we, we've been sort of um, moving like some of the concepts from like having an account that money sits in at Rafiki for every user to separating into incoming and outgoing payments that rather than um, you know, money coming into your Rafiki wallet sitting there and then needing to be withdrawn, instead money is would be basically claimed from an incoming invoice directly into your account at your uh, wallet provider that's running Rafiki. Um, and so that sort of thing helps for like, it, it helps the wallet provider get a better idea of the flow of funds for sort of like regulatory purposes and it also um, it also kind of cleans up the deposit and withdrawal semantics that we don't need to do as complicated um, sort of balance management to make Rafiki work. Yeah, I'm also happy to um, any any questions that anybody's got about this Rafiki update or anything about Rafiki in general. Um, Feel free to, to ask. Um, actually, I have one. Uh, is, is there any update on, on the current version on like face of Rafiki or the current version of Rafiki? Uh, starting to see adoption or deployments at any of the at the wallets in the network? Or are there any timelines around around deployment of mm -hmm. the current version? Yeah, so right now in terms of deployment. Faneboss is building a project to kind of give people a sandbox environment to Rafiki. So the idea is that you could register an account um, and it would spin up a Rafiki instance just for you that you can uh, experiment with. And at, at first, that would probably be just like a private net, um, moving it onto the wider interledger test net once it's out. And um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of their first step on on the deployment stage because that's going to allow um, you know not only developers but like wallet providers to start experimenting Rafiki with Rafiki and um, moving towards production uh, implementations or, or deployments. Thank you. That's good to hear. It's really good to hear. Thank you, Ben. Um, anyone has any questions? Questions for Ben? Going once, going I'm twice. Not sure if, uh, 
there this is too relevant but i saw there was uh, someone else had posted on the interledger forum asking about uh if anyone knows of any wallet providers um i think uh i think there's uh gatehub and uphold um but i was curious if there is uh any uh I guess they were asking about, you know, what what efforts are are underway to attract more wallet providers in the space. We're actually talking to to a few people from the foundation side for that, but because of the requirements to join the network. So right now, if you want to join join the network, um, you have to have a money license, some sort of money license, because moving money from point A to point B, you have to adhere to KYC standards or know your customer. And that kind of makes it a barrier to deploy uh, deploy a wallet in the network, right? It can be a, a node like or an edge node like Coilless, for example, with having one of those relationships with wallets. But the new, completely new wallet, um, you have to adhere to that. So there's a, a limited pool of companies or entities we can talk to. But we've started conversations with, with a few of them. It's nothing concrete now. Everybody's looking at Rafiki as the holy grail because it's designed to to be put in, in wallets, right? So everybody is, is paying a close attention to Rafiki. And I think that's one of the reasons we we have been here to, to, to give updates to, to people just because everybody literally is looking at Rafiki right now. Um, I know I know there's discussions from the call side as well and FinBoss, maybe Ben has more info on that side. Um, mm -hmm. Matt isn't here today or Adrian, but uh, we, can, we can circle back on FinBoss as well. So, uh, sorry, Alex. Regarding Finboss, we're actually planning a live session for, I believe, next week, Thursday. It's with our live, live session for that. So they're going to talk about uh, kind of uh, the work they are doing, and also everyone can ask questions. Perfect. In that case, moving on, hopefully we'll we'll all join the the Finboss the Finboss Twitter live or Twitter Spaces thing, and we'll we'll get to ask Adrian and Matt live. Um, I think there Adrian was at W3C today, um, and hasn't joined the call, but we'll we'll ask about about their their work with wallets as well. Um, I saw Elliot had uh, I saw Elliot had uh, an item added to the agenda. Elliot, do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Um... Hi, everyone. I'm Elliot Lee, and I'm helping to run the XRPL Grants Program. It's a relatively no, new program where, of course, uh, we are uh, looking to support projects that are building on the XRPL. And uh, just to kind of share an update, uh, yesterday we announced the new panel of judges. Uh, so I've put a link to the blog post on the um, community call thread on the Interledger forum. So uh, you know, feel free to check out that link and uh, learn more about the judges that will be helping us to evaluate applications. And uh, I think it's uh, quite similar to Grant for the Web. Um, you know, in fact, we learned a lot from what Grant for the Web is doing. And um, the difference is sort of uh, the focus on projects that are building on the XRPL. So, uh, you know, some of these projects uh, are integrating with inter Interledger as well. Um, and we're hoping that, of course, projects that use Interledger um, you know, can kind of, uh, you know, be sure that they're continuing to use the XRPL for settlement. And uh, yeah, so any projects related to the XRPL, 
Um, we're especially looking at side chains projects. Not sure if anyone has looked at that yet, but um, essentially it's just this idea that there could be independent blockchains, uh, but have a system for transferring value between them. Um, the uh, I, I think the the idea is a bit like Interledger, but um, I think the approach is a, a little different. So we're just kind of looking for projects that want to um, sort of innovate and explore in that space. Uh, and yeah, the uh, the application deadline is tomorrow. So um, yeah, any developers uh, who are currently building a project or um, uh, want to start a new project on the XRPL um, are welcome to apply. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for sharing that, and thanks for for joining the call. Um, the uh, the other agenda item is uh, Mozilla's um, the Mozilla Festival. Uh, the call for proposals for the Mozilla Festival 2022 is open uh, until November fifth. A lot of the grant for the web grantees are are applying. It's going to be a web monetization um, web monetization type community there as well on top of the the usual crowd um Musa festival every year kind of has um um a theme running throughout throughout the festival and the themes this year kind of map really well with um organization some of the working colleges doing if anyone has a project or a, or cfp they'd like to submit for mosfest i think that'd be a good idea there'd be a lot of a lot of other people from the space present at at Mozilla's uh, festival this year. I've put the link in the in the agenda for the for the CFP. And I think that concludes the uh, the the set type the, the set items on the agenda. If anyone else has any any other thing they want to add, which we maybe talk a little bit about the um, the TPAC work that's been happening for web monetization or anyone else. Um, the stage is open. Feel free to, to talk about anything that's that's relevant for this community. Yeah, for sure. I can talk a little bit about the uh, TPAC and also how Interledger featured there. So at TPAC, uh, for course participation, we wanted to like have a more forward-looking uh, presentation. So one of the talks was focused on. Uh, unlocking the potential of the internet of value. And that talk was mostly around how uh, how Interledger and also Rafiki could work uh, with enabling people to earn and also get paid online, not just with like streaming payment, but also if someone was looking to buy from an e-commerce store, how could uh, uh, Rafiki fit into that flow? With also like the payment request API, so that's that was what I talk was uh, focused on, and we had a Q and A also uh, looking into uh, how Interledger also kind of fits into the entire flow. And something we discovered was that for for Chrome, Alex, I, Alex, I, you brought that up right about like the privacy concerns of Chrome, where Coist extension was requesting like additional permission just because of the way that Chrome is built. And we're going to follow up with the Chromium team to see how uh, we can improve that so that we don't ask for additional like 
permissions before people are able to use web monetization on the web. So yeah, that's just a summary of, of how TPAC has been so far. And it's been really engaging, just com uh, collaborating and learning from what everyone else is doing on the web. So that's it, Alice. Thank you, Uchi. Yeah, that was really good. Um, I feel like the, the Q&A &A that we, we engaged with the, with the TPAC members was actually really good. They posed a lot of interesting questions. I think my favorite was with the, uh, yesterday, I think, with the COO of W3C. Um, and their, their concerns or their questions were about designing this for multiple tiers of, for multiple tiers of, um, Patrons, basically. So uh, me in the UK, probably I, I can afford more than $5 a month to support my favorite creators, what happens then. And some people in other parts of the world, probably $5 is a bit too much and maybe a dollar is the correct level for that. And how web monetization and the standard could account for multiple levels of, of, um, of monetizing people. And I thought it was really a, a really interesting conversation to have. I thought it was really good. Thanks Uchi, for sharing. Um, so if anyone else has any topic they'd like to discuss, this is your chance. Going once. Going twice. Okay, I guess that was it. Thank you everybody for joining. It's a short call today. Thanks for sharing, um, Ben, Elliot, and, and Uchi. That was really great. I'll, um, I'll post this on SoundCloud. And we'll meet again in a couple of weeks. Thank you, everybody, for joining. And have a great Thank rest you. of your week. Thank you. Bye-bye.